now, back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. The good guys are riding to the rescue. (laughs) Howdy, friends. Jeff Hunt, chief wagon boss of this operation. Jamie Erker, the mighty one producer, joining me in studio on the board. Michael Deadshot Arpaio, always getting it right the first time. Friends, uh, this is the Frontier Freedom Hour, sponsored by the Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. And I know many of us are uh, worried about the direction of this state. We see pot shops everywhere. We see crime everywhere. We see homelessness everywhere. We see drug overdoses everywhere. What is good doesn't seem to be celebrated. What is bad seems to be flourishing. It is not good in this state. And one of those things that's not going well is just the rise of all these abortion facilities that are going to be taking place. Um, the, the, the left, the culture that's in control of this state uh, is in rejection of a lot of the values that we take from the Bible, which is unfortunate, and we're going to see human suffering take place as a result of that. Friends, I want to encourage you to find hope, first and foremost, in Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, okay? He is in control. He is always in control. Every knee will bow. There is a coming kingdom of God that we have our hope in. But there are organizations like the Centennial Institute and save the storks that are doing good work here. And we need your help and support. You know, part of what we do at the Centennial Institute is conduct research. We analyze public policy. We sponsor seminars, conferences, and other activities that involve students, faculty, staff, and outside experts. We are guided by the university's strategic priorities, which include putting Christ as preeminent as in everything, as well as Uh, the advancement of the conservative worldview. So there are institutions doing good work. We'd love for you to be a part of the work of the Centennial Institute. Join our business council. It's our core group of donors and supporters. We meet monthly. We have public policy briefings. You can have breakfast with other great conservatives in this state and connect. So there is hope there. We also have the Centennial Review, a monthly speech digest. In fact, we have a new publication coming out in January. Jamie, what is the new publication going to feature? In January, we're going to be featuring uh, Representative Stephanie Luck's speech when she received the John K. Andrews Award for her leadership in fighting the Radical Reproductive Health Equity Act in the uh, Colorado legislature. It's a great speech, highlights the importance of the sanctity of life and why the value of leading a good life actually just it brings value to everyone around you and it brings glory to god and it's it's a speech you will not want to miss really our students were raving about this speech the Mm -hmm. other day she gave it at our annual christmas party with our donors and supporters and uh, it, it is fantastic so there's speech digest there's a radio program there's public policy analysis and events so do not lose hope but i really want to give you hope in the work of Save the Storks in their mobile medical unit. So we've been talking the whole show with Diane Aces High Ferraro, CEO of Save the Storks. So Diane, give us hope. What are you doing on the ground with these mobile medical units to serve women facing a crisis pregnancy? Jeff, yes, I love the word hope. That is one of my favorite verses for Romans 5, 2 through 6. I'm so glad you used that word because these mobile medical units do bring hope to women. 
We have 87 mobile medical units across the country in 30 states. And as I mentioned earlier, we have saved over 11,000 babies' lives on these mobile medical units. And they are now more critical than ever as we are up against um, abortion buses, the abortion pill. We need more of these. Sadly, we only have one in Colorado, and the one we do have is in Pueblo. So we are, we are grateful that we've been running that bus there for the last uh, four or five years. But we need more stork buses here. We need buses that can serve women, that can provide free pregnancy tests, free ultrasounds. And not only that, we are partnering with other ministries here in our state that will offer housing, financial services, um, you know, assistance with daycare. We're going to partner with churches so women and men can step up and be mentors to these, you know, new moms and dads who need help. They might not come from backgrounds where they have moms and dads at home or have traditional values um, that will help them be the best mom or dad they can be. So we're we're partnering with churches who will have, you know, maybe empty nesters or, or moms and dads that have some free time who can come alongside and really partner with these young moms and dads to allow them to be the best parents they possibly can be. And these, these buses are incredible. I mean, when, they, when they're on the road and they park in front of a Planned Parenthood, we see four out of five women who step on board choose life for their baby. So they are effective. And they are bringing hope to women who felt hopeless, you know, when they found out they were pregnant and, you know, not sure what to do. So you park these buses, I imagine, in a number of locations, but in one location is kind of outside an abortion operation. Um, what happens? They they knock on the door or do you have people outside or what? Explain how the process works. Yeah. So there's a combination of ways that we can uh, appeal to women who are in that situation. So we partner with Sidewalk Advocates. So a Sidewalk Advocate, these are the the most remarkable group of volunteers. And what they do is they stand in front of a Planned Parenthood, and they don't judge or condemn these women. They're not shouting or screaming or or showing anything graphic. They're, They're really reaching those women with love and sharing facts. And as that woman is driving into... Um, a Planned Parenthood or walking across the street. We, we, of course, abide by the city laws. We don't park on their property. We, we keep a safe distance. But again, we're not protesting. The sidewalk advocates are there letting the women know that, hey, there are options. And when there's a stork bus there, the sidewalk advocate will let that woman know, hey, before you go in, we invite you to come and get a free pregnancy test. Come and get a free ultrasound. We are here for you. We can answer any of your questions. Just give us 20 minutes. Give us 30 minutes. And those sidewalk advocates will then walk with that woman back to the mobile medical unit where they're greeted by a licensed medical professional, a trained sonographer. And they, again, they're treated with love and compassion. There's no judgment. They are really just provided with answers to their questions. And even if they do say, you know, abortion's the best thing for me, and they decide to do that, the, the advocates and the stork bus um, employees will say, look, if you do decide to go through with this and we want to pray with you and we want to continue to give you reasons why you should not, we are here for you after. We do have post-abortion counseling services. We have recovery programs. We're here for you. You know, and another way that we can reach these women is, you know, we talked about the advertising and how much Planned Parenthood is spending on advertising and that Colorado had $25 million um, given to the, the Planned Parenthoods of the Rocky Mountain region. So what we are doing, too, is really putting more ads out there. So when that woman is Googling and she's on her phone and she's asking, you know, where can I get a free pregnancy test? Where can I get an ultrasound? She might even Google abortion. We want the stork bus ads to be served up so that woman sees a stork bus first. So when she does go to Planned Parenthood, 
a stork bus won't be totally foreign to her and she'll recognize it. She'll recognize the picture she saw and she'll say, hey, that looks like a safe place. I'm going to go there first. So that that's what we need to do is just continue to be there in front of the Planned Parenthood, be there at the college campuses, bars. You know, something else, Jeff, I didn't mention, but the stork buses have actually um, helped intercept um, sex trafficking rings. So sometimes a woman will step on the stork bus and she can't safely tell someone at another clinic, say the Planned Parenthood, that she's being trafficked, but she's truly in a safe environment when she steps on that stork bus. And we have worked with the FBI um, in Colorado and other states where we have been able to rec- you know, uh, recognize that a woman is being trafficked and that we can get her the help not only for her pregnancy, but we can get her out of a a horrible situation where she's basically a sex slave. It's a big mountain to climb. Uh, the The cultural embrace of Planned Parenthood is big. Um, you know, they control, a lot of people don't understand this, they control basically comprehensive sex education in the state of Colorado. Mm-hmm. So every single young person that's being trained through public education is hearing about all the wonderful things that Planned Parenthood offers people, the health care that they offer people. And, and so we have a really big mountain to climb. But I think the number one priority we've got to work on in this state is serving these women facing crisis pregnancies better than Planned Parenthood can. I mean, really going above and beyond uh, because they're fearful. They believe that this is the only option for them. They've heard from celebrities that if you get rid of this child, you're going to you know, be able to live the life that you want. As you mentioned, Diane, that's a lie. That's not true. The greatest gift you will, you will give in life is the raising of the next generation. I mean, that is, that is ultimately what matters, right, is the building of families, not what we pursue in our, in our political or our uh, professional careers or anything like that. It is the raising up of, of the next generation that where we sacrifice and we give of ourselves, and that's what ultimately matters when you reach the end of your life. So we have a really big mountain to climb, and Save the Storks is doing that. They are actually serving women better than Planned Parenthood is, which is what matters. And so I want to encourage you, go to SaveTheStorks.com. You can click right there not only to volunteer, but to get resources, learn more about the stork buses, learn what your church can do, uh, get information about uh, how you can actually be a part of the solution. So if we as people of faith called by God to serve the least of these in our communities, those that have no voice, this needs to be a top priority of the church of Christians in the state of Colorado because it's only going to get worse. Um, they're putting, as Diane said, they're putting a lot of money in. Um, they are uh, going to uh, make this state a state where you can get an abortion uh, at any place, any border, any time of day. And we've got to outserve uh, this the, the Planned Parenthoods of this state. So, Diane, I want to thank you so much for being on our show. God bless you for the work that you're doing. Merry Christmas as we're celebrating the, the, the impact that an innocent child had in this world. Uh, Jesus Christ, I want to thank you for the good work that you're doing, Diane. We've only got a few seconds here. Last closing words from you. Yeah, thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Jamie. And Merry Christmas to both of you. And I encourage you, just continue to pray for moms facing unplanned pregnancies and pray about how the Lord can use you to serve women and men who are facing the toughest decision of their life. God bless you all. You've been listening to the Frontier Freedom Hour.